Keith Langley, Pistons.com. Pistons NBA insider standing by on the Roast Umberg Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Bill. We've got, we've got a little more to talk about today than we did a few weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, they went out and they made the big hire, which, uh, you know, kind of reminds me when the Tigers surprised the baseball world and went out and hired A.J. Hinch, and they said, okay, yeah, there's still some reloading slash rebuilding to do, but we're going to go get a coach and pay for it. That could help expedite the process. Your first thoughts, Keith, when you heard the official news that Monty Williams was replacing Casey. Well, I'll tell you what my first thought was when I saw the Suns were parting ways with Monty Williams. My first thought was, wow, he'd be perfect for the Pistons. I didn't think it was a reality or that they had a, you know, a very realistic shot simply because Monty's got three years and $21 million left left on his, uh, on his Phoenix contract. And most coaches of stature, and by stature I mean ones that could afford to take a year off and, and not know that, and know that when they want are ready to get back in, teams would be interested. Like to take that gap year if they've got if they've got some some money coming, and 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 it allows them to then really you know it, it gives every other team in the league a chance to reset and know that guy's on the sidelines. I, we can get him next year if things don't work out, uh, and then and then Monty could have had his pick of jobs. But it was uh, you know. I, it was. It's. It, he checks off just all the boxes that the Pistons have, and it just seemed like such a good fit. If if they could convince him that the Pistons would be as good for him as he'd be for the Pistons, and Tom Gorris uh, used his powers of persuasion, which I'm sure included opening a checkbook. But but look, Monty wasn't coming just for the money because those guys don't want to set themselves up to fail. If he didn't believe that he could win here, he wouldn't have come for no matter how how many zeros were on that paycheck. So, I mean, kudos to Tom Gores for getting it done. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they have, uh, they, they certainly got the attention of Kate Cunningham and everyone on that roster by, by going out and making that type of hire. Keith, you mentioned that uh, when Monty Williams was let go by the Phoenix Suns after being NBA Coach of the Year, by the way, in 2022, that he was the perfect fit for the Pistons. You mentioned a couple of things, but uh, why did you think immediately uh, he was what the Pistons needed? Just his reputation, his track record for taking teams and improving them. He took over, a, a, I think, a 19-win Phoenix team. He's coming to a 17-win Pistons team. He took over that 19-win team and almost doubled the win total the first year, uh, almost tripled it in year two, and took him to the NBA Finals. Um and you know, I, time will tell the wisdom of of their all in trade to get Kevin Durant. But they really kind of gutted their depth. They you know they were playing with with you know probably four legit NBA rotation players, and got beat by what is you know quite possibly the future NBA champion in Denver in the second round. Um, you know, and to 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 do that Durant trade when they did it, and then lose Durant to an injury, they they got a handful of games with Durant and Booker together, and and I I think if if they would have had the opportunity to pick up another player, uh, you know, uh, in the off season, uh, build their depth, uh, I, I think they would have been going into next season as as the favorite. I was very surprised when Matt Ishby made the decision to. Uh, to, to let Monty Williams go, but there were a lot of teams. We know, we know. Look, it was credibly reported that that uh, both Milwaukee and Philadelphia, when they had their openings, uh, kind of kicked the tires and, and got kind of the same reaction the Pistons got that he was leading towards taking a year off. So, 
Um, you know, he's, he's, he just has a really great reputation from uh, as a, uh, it's in, in many phases. I mean, as a player development guy, as a guy who connects with players, as a guy who figures out how to, how to push buttons and, and bring teams together, um, you know, he's, 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 got the, he's got the touch. I think that everybody uh, in, in the NBA saw that when he got his first job. Look, he was one of the, one of the hot young assistants who was tabbed as a future, you know, hotshot head coach. And then he got his crack in, in New Orleans, did well there, went on to Phoenix. He was the he was the preferred choice of the Lakers when they wound up uh, you know settling on Frank Vogel and, and won a championship there. Um, so you know very well respected uh, within NBA circles. You mentioned he won a Coach of the Year award. Well, he, he won back to back Coach of the Year awards in the in the, uh, in the in the National Basketball Coaches Association vote in both twenty one and twenty two. Monty Williams's peers voted him the Coach of the Year. So I mean that says a lot when your peers you know think you're the best of them and and they gave Monty that award two two straight years and I think uh, you know well deserved. I think he'll be you know. I think that when you look back at the history of the Pistons, they've had they've had two championship eras. They had they had Chuck Daly and they had Larry Brown, Hall of Fame coaches. Uh, the, the relationship that those coaches forged with with the you know their key players, uh, their primary ball handlers, Isaiah Thomas in, in uh, Daly's case and Chauncey Billups in Brown's case were the keys to, to to you know the way those teams executed. I think you know the, look, I'm not. We've got a long way to go before we can say Kate Cunningham is a Hall of Fame player. But I think you know he was the number one overall pick for a reason. Um, Monty Williams, uh, recognized by his peers as one of the best coaches in the game today, it, we've got a chance to, to you know for the for the Pistons to repli- replicate that blueprint here and and you know build build a third championship era right now. Keith Langley, Pistons.com, NBA insider, joining us on the Rose Dumber Coffee Guest on yeah, I'm looking at the potential starting five as is right now. That in- doesn't include any added. Free agents, you have Ivy, you have Cunningham, you have Bogdanovich, uh, Wiseman, uh, you have Daniel Begley, the third in there. I mean, that power forward spot, I keep looking at Draymond Green and I'm thinking, gosh, you know, are the Warriors going to blow everything up? What if he came back home and he was that leader on the court, off the court, in the locker room, in the offseason, in season? I'm looking at that spot he could fill. Coach on the floor, give him fire, energy, especially with the young team. He'd be perfect. But, you know, I I look at this roster, and outside of experience, which is just learning on the job because they're the youngest team in the NBA, but they may be just a couple players away from being able to get into the play-in tournament. Yeah, I don't think, you know, it, 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 it... These rebuilding jobs, it takes, uh, it takes, uh, and then the, let's let's be clear, the Pistons started from absolute scratch. Um, when when Troy Weaver hi- was hired three years ago to this month, uh, he had gutted that roster completely uh, in, in twelve months. It was a brand new roster, and he didn't he didn't have a James Harden or a Rigo Bear or a Donovan Mitchell to trade away that got him back four number one picks and a bunch of pick swaps and other assets. You know, he, he had Blake Griffin, who the Pistons had a buyout. He had Derrick Rose, who netted a second-round pick. They just didn't have a whole lot of assets, so they started from scratch. It takes time to rebuild. But once you get that that, that pool of talent like they have in place right now, it can't And again, I'll go back to Monty Williams, took over a 19-win team 
They won 51 two years later and were the NBA in the NBA Finals. If a few things go right, if they hit on this number five pick, if the $30 million in cap space this summer nets a really good frontline player, I don't think a, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's impossible that two years from now we're sitting here with the Pistons, you know, in the playoffs in 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 the middle of May, late May, and perhaps beyond. So it's it's possible. It it you know, as I said, those first few years of rebuilding are agonizing, and I, I think any Pistons fan who wasn't prepared for that was you know wasn't really looking at reality, but. They have. They're at a place now. They've hit on enough draft picks: Cunningham, Ivy, Durant. Um, you know, good support players in in guys like uh, Isaiah Livers and Isaiah Stewart. Um, they've got. They've got some. They've got a, a, a unit in place now. It needs a few more ingredients, and it needs you know time to bake. And that, that's where we're at right now. And then they've got a, a head coach who I think again I think checks off every box they could have asked for. Yeah, Duran and Wiseman and even Stu and, like I said, a veteran at power forward, a leader-type guy, and, and maybe, you know, a, a knockdown shooter, but they got Bogdanovich here. I, I, they're not that far away, and Williams, I think, can bring it together quicker than an assistant or taking a flyer on a college guy. It'll be interesting to watch. You can follow the Pistons in-season, out-of-season, uh, Pistons.com. Keith Langloy joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Keith, Appreciate the update on the new coach. Thanks, Bill. Anytime.